Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Marvelous Movie Mondays. I just want to preface by saying I had some technical difficulties before we went on the air. We got a few minutes into our last podcast and had to restart. <laughs> so if I am crumbly, crackly, Kelsey will let me know, and I apologize in advance. If that just happens in lieu of me having to reboot my whole computer, I'll just have Kelsey just wave me out, and I'll just stop talking, and she'll start talking. Um, and that's normally how it goes anyway, but um, I will try Amazing. my best <laughs> to keep that under control. Uh, Kelsey, how you doing? Yeah, so this is take two. So let's make it sound like we just didn't go through all right. this. I'm doing great, Dill. Oh my God, I'm so excited. This podcast is airing right when I'm moving into my apartment in New York City. So I'm so excited. It's going to be great. Exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it's an exciting time. Uh, Kelsey is very busy. I'm very busy. But we make time for you all to hear uh, our thoughts on Moon Knight because we are in the midst of some good stuff, good telly. Uh, as the mm -hmm. British people say, uh, telly. I, I like that. I, I wish we could adopt that phrase, like telly. I, we I think should, it's so Dale. Let's like, do it. Like, what's on the telly? It's Moon Knight. Um, it just sounds more fun there and playful. Uh, speaking of fun and playful, this show, not as much. Um, so not aspects as much. of it are, um, but this is much darker, and I can't wait to talk about it. Let's just jump right in. We don't have any news this week. All the big news has happened, you know. Be, the, the news is the show. Like, this is the news. Mm -hmm. Talk of the town. So, uh, Kelsey, let, <laughs> let's just dive right into episode three. Yeah, I can't believe we're already halfway through, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so Moon Knight, episode three, titled The Friendly Type. Um, okay, here's my summary. Mark is racing against the clock as he struggles to get to Amit's tomb before Haro does. Yeah, and this whole series, like, we, we talked about this before we stopped, but, like, <laughs> I thought the whole rest of the series was going to be, like, the hunt to the tomb, but now it feels mm -hmm. like it's more of, like, okay, we're at the tomb, now how do we, like, get in, and what, what's going to happen now that we're already in Egypt and settled? Like, I was expecting, like, this whole, like, treasure trek type thing, and I'm glad that they mm. kind of, like, jumped over that, because I'm wondering if that would have just been, like, too meandering. Um, but it's nice that we're, like, here in Egypt, and, like, we're in the action, and things are, like, going down quick, because we don't really have much time left. We're three episodes in, but we're also three episodes away from the end. So, like, yeah. it, it's a good pivotal point, I think, for the show. No, yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm kind of confused still because I feel like, you know, in this episode, Haro found it, but then we're not really like do anything with it. Like right. we don't know how to get in. And then also yeah. Mark is like, still trying to find it. So yeah, it was like, almost like they found the X marks the spot, but they didn't like dig yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is a little weird, but, but I, I guess that's, you know, cause they have six episodes to do it. So they don't need to rush that. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, Ooh, I want to know what's in the tomb. I want, I want to see this all go down. Um, especially no, with yeah. all the stuff that happened with uh, the other gods. Uh, Khonshu. So, yeah. yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> Lots of stuff happened this episode. So we started with a cold open before our Marvel intro, and we started with Layla getting photographed for a fake passport. Someone's helping her out, make a, a fake um, ID for her so mm -hmm. she can get to Egypt. And any, thoughts, find... any thoughts on who this who this person might be? I, I was I was speculating a little bit with because Landon and I watch it together, and, and he was saying maybe it's some other. I was thinking maybe like an aunt type thing. Uh, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, I definitely think a family member, like an aunt or a mom, just the way that she referred to, you know, like her, they were talking about the dad and she was saying like, oh, I, I miss him too. Like all this stuff. We learned a lot of information about Layla in this mm -hmm. uh, scene before. So we learned that, you know, she, her whole shtick is that she kind of goes hunting for these lost relics on the black market because she wants to steal them back and put them back where they were rightfully found, you know, where they belong. Mm -hmm. Some of them she does keep and pawn off for, you know, to quote unquote, pay the bills, as she says, right. but. 
What you say, it, almost, it almost reminds me of like when Killmonger's stealing stuff from the museum and he's like, this belongs mm. to Wakanda. This does not belong to you. It's a lot no, less yeah, menacing totally. and a lot less uh, villainous, but like it makes me feel like that. Like rightfully give this to who it belongs to, you know, make yeah. it, put it somewhere it belongs. There were a lot of parallels in this episode, Dale. I we'll get there when we get there, but I I was just like I was here in lines yeah. and I was like I was I was being taken back to like, you know, phases from the past. So I can't wait to talk <laughs> about those. Um so we and yeah, we find out that Layla's dad was an archaeologist. He he died mysteriously, we don't know how. Um and she has kind of taken over being like this treasure hunter, this historian type mm-hmm. uh person. Um, yeah. just, and you know, kinda, in, in his memory kind of thing. Yeah. And we, we kind of get little teases that like her, her dad was an archeologist and like, we know that Mark apparently killed a bunch of archeologists at a dig. Mm-hmm. And there's also a little bit like tiptoeing around there. So like, maybe that's like a, a mystery waiting to unfold itself. Um, I, I hope not, but at the same time, yeah. I'm like, hmm, cause, cause we're getting more uh, like Kelsey last week was very big on this whole, like Layla and Steven are hitting it off <laughs> and like mm-hmm. Mark and Layla are having problems. And I was always like, you know, I, I wish there was more about Layla. I wish we got more of the relationships. And this episode gave us that they, they gave us a more definitive answer on like her relationship with Steven and Mark and just her as a person, which I like, I think that was something that was an improvement upon that second episode because the second mm-hmm. episode, I was like, who's this girl just coming in? Like, I, I don't know her. I don't get her. I'm not right. as, you know, immediately, you know, in her headspace like I was Mark slash Steven. So, you know. Yeah, totally. And then this is when I realized, Dill, this is just a note I made to myself was when I wrote down like the information that we saw on Mark's passport from, you know, last episode. I'm like, oh, that that information was probably all fake. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. his birthday and where he's from. I'm like, that probably didn't matter. I'm <laughs> glad I told you anyway. <laughs> so then we get our Marvel intro. I love how we haven't been getting like any classic like music or anything yeah, like, done it, like once. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the first and... episode was something different. This episode mm-hmm. was something different. I, I like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's all a very much a, a unique vibe for the show and I'm loving it. So now we cut to Haro and the Libra cult as I'm calling them, um, looking around for the tomb. And you know what? They take a couple steps and they find it. It's there. They're like, great, we've reached it. I'm like, wow, that took no time at all. But I, I guess like, that so scare really helped. Yeah, the show is not going the way I thought it would. Like, I thought this was going to happen in the finale. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to Mark, who's in the middle of a chase. He's, you know, running <laughs> um, on rooftops. Um, all this stuff and we see we get a fancy pirate knife fight is what I called it so we have some like fancy little flipping of the knife nothing that could come close to Bucky's knife skills I'd like to point out <laughs> okay, um, I was yeah. like this guy's trying too hard he's being too much of a like a a showman about it you mm-hmm. know it's it it doesn't have to be all that take some notes <laughs> from the winter soldier and Mark is very much a man who's just like no bullshit like he he's just like he's like licking the knife at some point he's like no like this is not why i'm here and just like clocks him like and he's mm-hmm. taking he's constantly taking on like so many people at once i'm like this guy is trained he's practiced he's precise like mark's not someone that you want to mess with no although i did make a note that at some point during the fight so like the younger one with the kind of like flippy hair yeah, that yeah. later on like with the whole cliff thing um at some point he is fighting that guy and he like changes his mind at the last minute he goes in for a punch but he's like you know what i'm just gonna slap this kid because he's a kid you know like <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. he he has a heart you know um so then 
Steven actually, I understand now why they were using such a big knife because now Steven is being seen in the reflection of the knife. And he's like, hey, 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 you don't have to do this. Like, like, stop what you're doing. And Steven takes over just like how Mark was taking over in the first like two episodes. Yeah. It's so very, very interesting. interesting. Yeah. 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 And and I almost kind of like after the first episode, I was like, I wish we could see what would have what was happening when they were like, you know, zoning out and stuff. But I kind of like that. We don't like I like that. It's like mm-hmm. we don't have to like we can infer fill in the blanks ourselves. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, uh, yeah, because now, now, Dill, there might be a third person <laughs> in the mix of Mark and Steven. There might so, be. I, I, I took this to mean that Conchu himself was a third was, embodiment, because later okay. on, we'll, we'll see when he's like talking to the gods that Conchu very much is in control of that conversation. So that sure. was what I was inferring. I was like, I, I think Conchu's the the third one, but there might be another one. I mean, this could be a whole Orphan Black thing. Like, we could have, like, 12 of them. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. So once I mean, Orphan Mark Black, comes... she, she's going to be in She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany, so it could happen. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Wait, wasn't she... Uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Whatever. I don't I'm, know. I'm <laughs> Was she in the Hunger Games movies? Maybe. Maybe. I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, maybe. well then, uh, it's been a I'm, thinking of, <laughs> I'm thinking of a different orphan movie then. Um. Okay, so once Mark comes back into consciousness, he's in a taxi, it seems, and he's like, oh, you told me to take you to the airport. And I'm like, the way, Steven, the when he takes over, like, it's nothing violent. He's just like, okay, I'm going to go now. Like, I'm I'm flying myself back to London. I was like, I just love how that's that's his whole, like, mission mm-hmm. here. Uh, so then Mark sees the guys, like, in the street. He jumps out of the cab. And when the guys see uh, Mark at first, they go, hey, just let us go, man. Like, they're, like, begging almost for their lives for a moment. And it made me think, I'm like, what did Steven do to them that they are <laughs> so frightened now of right. seeing Mark? And then, uh, so then Mark corners one guy. He does it right up against this, like, shop that has a mirror hanging from it. So, obviously, uh, um, uh, Steven distracts him for a moment. He gets hit from behind. He lands on his head pretty bad and then he blacks out. And then when he wakes up, he is in the midst of like stabbing a guy. Everyone around him is dead. He just fit. He's just now finishing off one of the guys. And now the only one that's left alive is uh, the teenager. Mm-hmm. And so Conchu is like, oh, like take him to the cliff, threaten him a little bit. He's going to talk like, like, you know, it, it, it'll be a piece of cake, a cakewalk, if you will. So Mark does what he's told. He takes this guy. He's dangling him over this cliff by his the scarf that he's wearing. Excuse me. And he's like, "Tell like, where's Ahmed? Where's Haro? Like, tell me, give me the information." And he just says, "Praise Ahmed." Cuts the scarf and sacrifices himself to the yeah. movement. And I'm yeah, like, that was a rough one. That that that's that like a rough. rough moment. That that really is the darkest. It honestly took me back to Daredevil because before mm. they decided to take it off and put it on Disney Plus or whatever, we were covering it and we covered the first season. And there's this moment in that first season where like, basically a Daredevil's asking for Kingpin's location. The one guy is so afraid of Kingpin or so loyal that mm. he'd rather kill himself than go through betraying Kingpin and getting killed by a stronger presence. And he impales himself like by the head. <laughs> like it is really a dark moment. And this also yeah. like, I mean, Marvel, for the most part, keeps it a little more family-friendly. This was where it was getting really dark. And, and this is where I almost kind of uh, appreciated it. Like, 
obviously I don't appreciate the act of suicide or that kind of thing, but it's like, right. I appreciate the bolder risk and storytelling and just making it a darker show in general. No. Yeah, totally. Honestly, Dill, I wrote down this moment because I was like, this totally like feels so reminiscent of like the guy in Captain America, the first Avenger, when he just says mm-hmm. hail Hydra and then he bites right. like the capsule, yeah. you know, exactly. like it, it yeah, feels like one moment. of those yeah. things. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like we can't, this, this is all because, like, people are following people that they just absolutely shouldn't be. And that's exactly, like, it almost feels like Haro is the Schmidt. Because <laughs> Schmidt's whole deal was, like, yeah. the Tesseract is, like, the thing we should we all need to be listening to. And Haro's thing is, like, Ahmed is the thing we should be listening to. Yeah. You know, similarities yeah. In, in villains here. There's one problem. Um, and also, I gotta say it, but, like, a cliff fall. We've seen two beloved characters fall off a cliff in past films. Uh, This character, I wouldn't say, is quite on the same tier. um, No, absolutely not. But, you know, overall narrative. I can't not be reminded. That's true. Yeah, no. uh, Imagine if they played the music. The do, 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 do. I'd lose it in that moment. Absolutely would lose it. So then Mark is like, all right, we're out of ideas here. Everyone that I was just interrogating is now dead. Uh, We need to start from square one. And uh, Mark suggests that they get the other gods involved. They're like, why don't we get them involved? Like this affects all of them. This affects everyone on earth. Like we need obviously need help here. The issue is, is that the gods don't really like Khonshu for reasons that we kind of find out later. I mean, we're getting a lot of like breadcrumbs, but we're not really being told what it was that he did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and all we can even kind of ago. infer that Steven and Mark also are kind of like Conchu, dude. Like, you know, like there's there's something there that makes him, it makes it very justifiable why he may not fit in as well with some of his comrades. Yeah, totally. So Conchu, he's like, you know what? We need to send a message to the gods that they cannot ignore. And he creates a solar eclipse in the sky. And I'm like, this is very fun. Um, I hope it's a solar eclipse. I told myself I was going to Google it, but then I didn't. But I think it is. Okay. Why not? I mean, I was thinking more lunar because moon. But I well, mean, I thought a lunar eclipse was when the sun was behind the moon, not when I the will, moon. I will look it up for you right now because I think you're because right. That I'm, thing I'm that happened in like 2019 when like the solar eclipse happened and we all had to get those glasses and they were like, yeah, "Don't look yeah. at it or you'll go blind or something." Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. At it. Someone who happened to be president looked at it. And that became a gift for time and time to come. I, that's the only time I'll bring them up is when it was like funny like that. Dude. That day, that day I did a marathon of movies about suns. So I did Little Miss Sunshine, oh. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Twilight oh, nice. Saga, Eclipse, the movie Sunshine. Yeah, it was it was good. It was four. It was a four uh, very different movies, but very fun. I love that for you, Dale. So then a portal materializes for all the gods' avatars to kind of like get together to have this meeting, this little powwow um, about, you know, Ahmed and Haro and everything that's going down. So now, Dill, Conchu's like, oh, you're you're about to have a meeting with all the other avatars. And in my head, in my like tiny little peanut, like fanatic baby brain, I was like, oh. Oh my god, like what if like someone we know shows up? Like what if someone we already met is like an avatar? Right. So then I was like for a second I got myself a little ex- little excited. Um no one we know is there. Absolutely not. There's it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know like I don't even know who I was expecting like 
no one major, but like maybe just like some random side character at some right. point in time. Like it, it just would have been fun to in- include a, like a little Easter egg, I like kind of how out. the guy. <laughs> I can't find out what eclipse it is. I, I'm and I'm not gonna keep trying just because okay. it's too hard. That's to look fine. Up. But, but let's, let's go with just, solar. Let's go. With solar. Let's just go with solar. But I totally understand why you were going lunar because like you know the moon god. I totally get the thought process there. Yeah. But um, both involve the sun and the moon anyway, so it's like <laughs> your pick. <laughs> so now we also find out that the last time that Conchu spoke with the gods, they banished him. So their last little powwow didn't go so well for Conchu. Uh, I love how Steven geeks out about being inside one of uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza. Um, that's a fun little moment. So the yeah. first person that we do meet is Yatsil, and she is the avatar for Hathor the goddess of music and love. And apparently she was really good friends with Conchu. So they're like, oh, oh, you you must know of this god. And and Mark's like, oh no, like we don't really talk about the gods. They're not really his favorite topic of conversation. And she's like, oh, well, like Conchu really liked to listen to her melodies or, or something like that. So I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. a romance? Sorry, I need to stop going there because you hate Shipping it when I go world. there. Well, <laughs> it's because everything has to be shipped, but but you're right because Marvel likes to ship a lot of people. I mean, it happens. So Marvel likes to ship a lot of people, and yeah. it, that's and maybe that's my toxic and trait. Heartbroken when they all split apart. Like yeah, Gamora yeah. And Peter. Oh, she's got Vision in one. Oh no, no, no. Tony and Pepper. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Peter and Zendaya. No, no, no. <laughs> just saying oh my god they're like all broken up you're right there's like not one dead, stable relationship up. i mean wow cap and peg peggy technically got to live it out together oh yeah they're happy yeah, they're happy good, I, I think that's it <laughs> like right like who else that's I all mean, we mantis have. and drax are probably like ha- having fun um i think I they're just know. friends though maybe because drax spends all of guardians Two telling mantis how ugly she is <laughs> and she's like i am ugly oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a good movie i need to rewatch these i need, I need to rewatch these because I, I we have both now won a trivia match so we will inevitably have to play more <laughs> um maybe someone yeah. will face kelsey for the belt see how that goes no i'm kidding i will never i would love for you to there. do that no i would have to uh, beat at least three other people and i can't do that um so anyway. because of we've incorporated trivia now to our podcast i watch these movies on a loop let me tell you <laughs> i'm like now i started it's just like, like the office when it was on netflix just on, ongoing all no the time literally on i started watching the office again it i actually really started watching make... the the fan episodes oh cool, cool, cool. no i do not um oh, okay. but i i mean i do but i have the free version so i can't go deep oh. into the, the okay del- deep into the uh what do they call it the, the tunnels of peacock um anyway yeah, sure. but, yeah, I, was, I was gonna say something but i forgot my train of thought let's get back on this train of night, sure I'm, I'm yeah blanking. absolutely but yeah I, I ship conchu and whoever his goddess is I, I like it hathor i think hathor. that's how you pronounce it hathor. um hathor so <laughs> sure <laughs> so then so essentially what happens is that the gods use their avatars as like a vessel to communicate to one another. But like, I wonder why that is because I wonder, you know how like other people who aren't the avatar can't see them? Like, can the gods see each other? Hmm. I don't know. I, I think we would have seen the gods behind them if, if they could. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Like I feel like You're Steven right. slash Mark would have been able to see each god behind their avatar if that was the case. I think you can only see your own God, probably. I don't know. Mm, interesting. <laughs> good question. 
So these were the gods that were in attendance. And if memory serves, I think there's supposed to be nine of them. And we only got mm. one, two, three, four, five. Interesting. Okay. And then the other two, the ones that, you know, Conchu makes six, six and then Amon is seven. So I'm like, I'm missing two. I want to know all of them. Mm. But here's the ones that we got. Horus, Isis, Tefnut, Osiris, and Hathor. Okay. Um, it was weird. I, there were some. There were some I've heard of, like uh, no Anubis, like um, no Ra, oh, no uh, Anubis. Hmm. No Sobek. We'll, I don't know. There are a lot of there are a lot of Egyptian gods out there. Maybe we'll meet them hmm. uh, later. Um, okay, so we do find out that the gods are quite unhappy with Conchu because the last time that you know they all talked, he nearly exposed them to the world. I guess and. That's crazy to think about that they're like so they're supposed to be like well known in like Egyptian mythology, but then like but also hidden. And like their their myths are, are known, but their actual presences are hidden, maybe. I don't I don't know. Yeah, probably. Uh so Kanchu and Mark are just trying so desperately to convince the rest of their team that Haru is up to no good. He is trying to unleash Ahmed. They gotta act quickly. And so they're like, oh, let's bring in the accused. And Haro just talks strolls his way yeah. out of this one he strolls in shoes fucking jingling with glass because he walks around with glass <laughs> who knows why it hasn't been explained he's just a masochist i guess pain feels good i will tell you though so they've they've said that conchu has acted out before i'm assuming when they meet they're still with avatars so who was conchu's avatar when they met was it still mark was it Harrow, because they would recognize him if he was Conchu's old avatar. So there must be another avatar before uh, Harrow, mm. maybe. Like, because they said, like hard. the last, the last time we met. Like that's why it was so interesting that they were so quick to believe Harrow. Um, but yeah, the, the Harrow. This is what really established him as such a good villain. Like this episode, because mm. he was very manipulative. But if you had not known, you know, the other side of things, like you would have easily believed him because he was very convincing. He's very charming. Very. Um, you know, well spoken. You know, especially in yeah. comparison to Mark, who's being controlled by Conchu and, and like, 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 just yeah. yanked up by his head. You know, like with another body taking over his. And I think that's why I thought maybe that third presence was Conchu itself, because it was like kind of it was almost like an exorcist type thing, like that yeah. Oscar Isaac was doing, which also testament to him as a great actor. But. Yeah, he was going through it. He was he was <laughs> crying. He he had like a tear fall at some point. Like he yeah. was given that a hundred and ten percent. It was incredible. Yeah. It also doesn't help that his situation is so hard to understand and like explain. Like mm -hmm. oh yeah, like I'm a I'm one dude, but I have multiple people living inside me, and no, it's not schizophrenia. And also, I'm the avatar for this moon god. Like it, like it definitely helped Haro out a lot. That like Mark just has a uniquely complicated situation. Yeah. Yeah. So Good essentially, point. he uses this all against Mark. He says like, I he has a, a marriage certificate as Mark, but he has employment paper as a Stephen. He's living all these different personas, all these different lives. How can we trust this person? And they're like. And then he starts throwing Conchu under the bus and saying, like, hey, when I was Conchu's avatar, like, I can understand it's it's very daunting and very taxing to be his avatar because he kind of, like, he really puts you through it. And they're like, hey, if you need to tell us that, like, Conchu is so... Then they bring Mark forward. They're like, let's speak to Mark Spectre. And they're like, are you well? 
are you unwell? And he's like, yeah, I am unwell and I do need help, but this isn't about me. This is about him. And they're like, Hey, if you need to, you know, talk to us about like how the way Conchi has been treating you, like, let us know. And he's like, no, no, no. Like this is like, this isn't about any of that. Like he's totally flipping. He's gas. He's like gaslighting you, gaslighting me, like into making this situation, not about him when it is. And essentially they take Haro's side. They're like, we've heard enough. This guy hasn't done anything wrong. Let's just, the next time you call us here, we will put you in stone. We will encase you in stone. And I guess that's like a fate worse than death when it comes yeah. to Egyptian yeah. gods. So then after, after, at the end of all this, Yatsil, the lovely woman that we met at the beginning, is like, hey, I can help you out. There's another way to find Ahmed's tomb. So essentially, mm -hmm. you need to find Senfu's sarcophagus because there's like a hidden message or something in there that'll direct you to the tomb. And she's like, the last time I heard anything about the, his sarcophagus that is sold on the black market. So you want, might want to start there. And it's like, oh, I know someone who does a lot of dealing and a lot of infiltrating of the black market. Layla. And who shows up right when we need her to? Layla. So we find out something really brief in the conversation between Layla and Mark when they're talking is that she's like, why just, she, he's like, you're not supposed to be here. And um, they're in Cairo. Mm -hmm. And she's like, why? Because like my name pisses off a few people. I, I shouldn't be here. And I'm like, Oh, Layla, tell me about your past. Now I'm intrigued. <laughs> right. So now they're going to Anton. Cause she's like, Oh, I know who has his sarcophagus. Like right this way. Let mm -hmm. me tell you. So they go to this guy's backyard. He's rich as hell. He's tr being taught how to ride horses like a gladiator with a spear. Spear? It's not a spear. A spear. Spear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a spear and like, I don't even know what's going on. And we do get, I'm just quickly reading my notes. Oh. I have the, oh. Oh, right. Bef <laughs> yes. Before all this, we have the boat scene. When they're yeah, on the boat yeah. before they go to Anton's. And we learned more information about their relationship. You know, like, she's like, hey, like, all I've ever tried is to, like, be there to you. Like, we could have worked through, like, whatever you're going through together. And he's like, oh, well, like, I, for a while, like, I had the whole split personality thing handled up until very recently. And she's like, what happened? And he's like, mm, well, it doesn't matter. Now, this is now. And I'm like, yeah. what did happen? And we're assuming I hope that's we find when Conchu took over, right? took over his body as an avatar right oh that's what i assumed that what that's what i assumed because like maybe yeah i, I don't know because because it, it seems rather you know fresh and new the fact that like you know he's you know working with kanju i i don't know i, I really don't know because i'm like how was one of them like steven has seemingly been living an entire life mm -hmm. and i'm like how how are they both living like whole lives without knowing that the other one ex exists in the same body I think Mark might know about Steven, but Steven didn't know about Mark. It's, it's interesting because mm. I don't know if we'll even get these answers, you know? I think it's just kind of like we're going to continue to be in that confused headspace that the characters are because, like, they are confused. Steven doesn't know these answers, and even Mark, to an extent, doesn't, and neither does Layla now. So um, it might right. be nice to get those answers, but at the same time, I'm kind of okay not knowing. But uh, it's interesting to think about, theorize, for sure. So essentially, like, 
Layla's trying to put in the effort here and Mark's just not. He's just like, yeah. well, it's kind of too late to fix everything that went wrong between us. And I yeah. feel like it's very much one of those things that's like, I'm just not going to be involved with you, even if I am in love with you or not, because I am trying to protect you. And it's upsetting because it's like, oh, I want everyone to be happy. <laughs> so then now we're at Anton's place and we have a fun little Madripoor drop. Ooh, did you catch it? Because I did. I did. I did. So one of like Anton's henchmen greets Layla at the gate and is like, oh, like ever since Madripoor, like Anton will be psyched to see you. And yeah. I was like, I know this that almost, place. This almost did give me like very Falcon and Winter Soldier vibes in the sense that it's like, well, here's your main mission. We're going to go on this little side quest to make the main mission easier. And it's going to kind of introduce a little bit more of like these like underground crime things and like just these other mm. people that are going to be important, but also going to be like also disposable at the same time. But it's really going to strengthen Layla's character, almost like it kind of did with Sharon and, and that group and Bucky and Zemo and them. So like, it, it did remind yeah. me of the Madripoor episode a lot, this one, because it was like a yeah, lot of totally. like this side quest after the main thing. Like, I feel like the main core of the episode ended after the meeting with the gods. And this was like its own little episode within the episode. And then we kind of got back to it at the very end of this episode, obviously. But like this little episode in the middle almost felt like its own little side thing. Yeah. Like the power broker. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So we were at the sarcophagus and it's all decoded, you know, Mark can't make sense of any of this. Like he's not, he's not a historian. He didn't study this. He's, he's just the muscle, you know? And Steven's kind of just like in the background being like, Hey, you might want to think about doing this. And, and Mark's like, if you have something to say, like, say it, man, like, mm -hmm. this is not the time to play games. Like I, I need you to help me figure this out. And he's like, all right, all right, love. So this is what you're going to do. And then he's like folding up the, the cloths to make some sort of map, make some kind mm -hmm. of, you know, constellation, whatever it is. And then he gets stopped. A fight breaks out. They're like, what are you trying to do to our sarcophagus? Like we, we stole this or like we paid good money for this or like whatever. Like yeah. you can't be messing with our stuff. And Haro shows up. <laughs> He's everywhere. He literally just like literally what a not a cock block because this is not like romantic but literally just like showing up to just party poop the party of poopers no like, he's such a buzzkill that's the word corny. <laughs> tomatoes 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 <laughs> just like I'm... boo get out <laughs> no literally so, so he shows up <laughs> like, and he's like hey anything i anything they offered not as good as what i'm offering which is the scarab and it's like why does he need the scarab? I guess because he's into like the, those black market deals. He just wants to have stuff to make yeah. him look cool and rich. And it flies. Um, it's cool. <laughs> and it flies. That's pretty cool. Uh, but it could only take you to one location. It's not like it can like, you can be like, hey, near a Starbucks. And it just like starts flying. It can Maybe only it be could. like, ah, oh, it took me to ta Ahmed's tomb again. This is the I eighth mean, time this week. Maybe there's a Starbucks at Ahmed's tomb. Maybe you like get your Frappuccino. Maybe that's the big secret. Go see Ahmed. Yeah, maybe that's the whole, maybe she is the, the woman on the Starbucks logo. <laughs> you know? That would be kind of the, the, crown. the double... Yeah, yeah, yeah the mermaid with double tails oh is it a mermaid i never actually looked closely at I, that it is a mermaid and she has two tails tell me how that works anatomically i don't know well so essentially he starts he comes in he's spewing all his regular bullshit he's stirring the pot he's a little pot stirrer and he's like oh like layla didn't think you'd come back here ever since your dad died and it's like dude like not not the time or place like why do you have to be like that and then he's, he's like such a and he's like 
oh, like, why didn't you ask your husband about how your father was murdered? And it's like, come on, Mark murdered him. <laughs> oh, no. And well, then and, the archaeologist thing. Yeah, well, we don't know for sure, because Haro could also be like, but, this fucking shit up. I mean. Yeah. And also, that could have all been a lie, you know? Yeah, The exactly. archaeologist thing. Right. Who knows? Like, they could all be fucking with them. Maybe or, it's their, their motive or their, you know, tactic to get them broken up is to be like, let's plant this whole thing that, like, he killed her father when in reality we did it. Haha, <laughs> glass in my shoes, you know? Glass <laughs> <laughs> in my shoes. Just gotta Wait. bring it up. I had a brain blast. Okay, brain blast. What if, what if the guy who actually killed the archaeologist and potentially Layla's father was not Mark, was not Stephen, but the third entity living uh, inside them that kind of took over before yeah, when Stephen was like, "It wasn't me," and Mark was maybe. like, "Well, I didn't do this." Maybe. Uh, what what generic name can we give him? Let's call him Doug. So like, Doug oh. did it. You know, I don't know. I'm yeah, it was Doug. What, what, you want to give him a different name? I don't no, care. No, I love Doug. Oh, okay. You, you sound Doug is the name of the dog from Up. Oh, not not D U G, but D O U G, like Doug. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah, not like Doug, that, like that Doug clears a it hole, up. but like Doug, like the kid from that Nickelodeon show. So then Conchu's like, dude, you got to summon the suit. This is about, this is all about to get really uh, uh, messy. And so he does. And he has this great moment where he jumps down from wherever he was standing on and the cape makes a nice little crescent yeah. moon shape and i'm like i rewound that scene i was like oh yeah gotta watch that again like that, that have spicy. those moments where it's just like mm, that's gonna be screenshotted and Chef, that's gonna be on Chef twitter <laughs> yeah. no yeah for sure no. um so then you know steven takes over and is like hey stop what you're doing stop killing this is not who we are and so then he's in the uh colonel sanders suit not the actual suit and he's like all right everyone time out you know let's all take a breath we're all pretty heated right now it's just so funny and yeah. he gets stabbed immediately and he's like all right take it back take it back take back the body <laughs> this is where oh. i was also like oh wait like i didn't realize how much of a deadpool logan-esque figure this was where he is getting mm. impaled time and time and time again i was just like oh how many times is gonna guy gonna get stabbed i didn't realize he was that like indestructible like i i didn't realize that i guess that's only when he's wearing the suit i guess or yeah it was it was very alarming because i was like he's gonna die i was like no wait what <laughs> no he's I forgot not that he has he was like, like yeah he has like two poles in him one in his leg one in his hand and he's still kicking i think it must it, it even looks yeah. like deadpool I, I feel like i'm just wondering if this is how they get deadpool in the mcu no, I'm kidding. Stop. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stop. I'll die. Deadpool's I'll gonna die. be once Mephisto shows up in Doctor Strange 2, Deadpool's <laughs> gonna be like the new thing. Like when's Deadpool gonna come? It's Deadpool, it's Deadpool, it's Deadpool. Um, because those are the big two people we're waiting on, Mephisto and Deadpool, you know what I mean? Oh my god. <laughs> Mephisto, I can't believe you said it. That name still haunts me. I'm gonna try to bring um, up every podcast from now till twenty twenty seven. And if he's still not out, I will I will officially end it. Not All my right. life, the podcast. Not my podcast, <laughs> but but the mentioning of him on the podcast. The the mention. I'm like, you're quitting the podcast on me already. Uh, 2027. And in this... I mean, that's that's five years from now. Uh, by then, I hope we're both working on a Marvel show, and we don't have to do this. But you know what I mean, right? Oh my god, wouldn't that be hilarious? We're we're an yeah. Easter egg in the background. Yeah, like, um, like just the two podcasters who happen to just like like they're just podcasting and like. And then all of a sudden, like Hulk actually runs like, through the runs podcast studio through. and like crushes the mic, and they're just like, "What? What was this?" You know, we become like the next guy on the train in Shang Chi, where he's trying to record the whole thing. Like, like no, that, 
that's how I'm trying to be. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, and in this little moment, this is another kind of parallel Easter egg ish moment that I pointed out was when Steven took, took over before he gets stabbed, he says, chill the F out. And it immediately took me back to when Peter Quill says, everybody chill the F- everyone calm down. Let's chill the F out. When it's right before the, why is Gamora scene in infinity yeah, yeah, war? Yeah. So nice. I was like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm taken back. Um, so Mark takes over again to finish the fight. Layla has her own little like tricky thing where she has like a necklace on that's, you know, she has some tricks up her sleeve to help her and her, her little side fight that's happening. And I gotta say, it comes down to this moment where Anton is on a horse with a spear and Layla is kind of like thrown in the center of the ring. And now Mark is on the other side and it's like the race to see who's going to get to Layla first. And it is Mark. And like, we, I like, I don't know. Like, I wish I was a little bit more nervous for Layla. I think I mm-hmm. am now because I think they're always like saved before they like actually like right. something bad does happen to them. So right. I am nervous for her and like, what's going to happen. Um, but I gotta say the ending of this fight, a little anticlimactic, it was definitely no, like picking up the jackal and, and like sh- slamming no. it down on a spear no. and watching it no, disintegrate. No. Like that was Which epic. And it was like, this one, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. It it was it was very I was like I didn't really need that fight or like if no. they were gonna like fight and like do the whole summon the suit thing like it's it always has to like feel like epic and thrilling like every time you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so then they so then we cut to them driving in the car Layla's like hey like was what Amit said Amit oh my God Haro said was true and he's like no he's just trying to get in your head like don't listen to that guy he's 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 a problematic like hashtag cancel haro and oh no <laughs> i said that right that's like what that's what the line is verbatim right yeah, yeah. and yeah, layla's exactly like every time i think i learned something new about you i think that that's it but then i learned something new and it just it's it's just it's just getting too hard to do this and mark is yeah. like well yeah it's hard being me and knowing me so i know and now they're trying to make sense of all like the kind of fabrics that they have together from the sarcophagus. They're trying to figure out what they're supposed to be doing, what they're looking for. And Layla's like, you know, we kind of really need Steven. And Conchu's like, don't do that. Like, he's not going to give the body back. And like, Mark knows more than anyone that like, damn, like this guy, we really need him. So he rips the mirror, the side mirror off the car that they drove in throws everything in the sand and is like, all right, like I'm tagging you in, like do it, do the thing. And Steven shows up. He starts piecing shit together. He knows shit about the Egyptians. They're like, I I was just going to say this, this transition too. it's not the typical one where like it cuts and cuts back. Like it's literally in the moment. Like you see Mm -hmm. Oscar Isaac literally shifting and and, Mm -hmm. acting is so good. But this moment in particular is it should be his Emmy clip in terms of like, look how, smoothly he transitions from one person to the other and makes it so clear that he is but while not being so like i'm back you know like he didn't have to do that instead he just kind of like you know he's steven then he's you know he's mark and then he's steven like it's very yeah very subtle yeah Um, no yeah totally and it's like everything about it changes it's the physicality it's the voice it's the accent like he Mm -hmm. uh, it's just wow he wow he's killing it he's absolutely killing it and so essentially they start 
they make a constellation at in like a star shaped figure um with this with the, you know what the pieces from the sarcophagus mm-hmm. and 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 he's like oh like this would be great except for the fact that all the stars have now shifted from you know 2000 years ago and the stars that are in the sky now aren't going to be able to to direct us to the tomb because this is very different and Kanchu's sure. like oh like i have something i can do but it's gonna get me into a lot of trouble <laughs> hey steven i'm gonna need you to get mark to free me from the stone tomb uh once i'm done doing this to help you guys okay thanks love you bestie and so he starts moving the sky moving the stars and Top 10 Steven's coolest MCU out. moments ever. Like, really. Like, I think yeah. this is so cool. Some people are like, oh, it defies logic. It defies science. And I'm like, it's about a superhero. It's a hero. Who literally it's a superhero beats show. People up with a moon boomerang. Like, come on. <laughs> like, this oh, is- everything about it defies logic. Like, what? <laughs> this is a franchise where there is a man who was able to become one with his green alter ego to become a professor version of himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> giving tacos to a man who can shrink down to the size of a. pencil tip um yes (laughs) and or i I was thinking of the word i couldn't think i was like pencil tip that was the only thing i could think of that was that i'm like it's in the name and yeah well yeah i was trying not to give away who i was talking about but you know no i understand (laughs) but yeah like i don't care that it defies physics it was fucking cool no it was so cool i i'm i'm having a great time so then they put the stars where they where they need them to be Layla gets the coordinates to the tomb but the thing is is now Conchu is imprisoned in stone and now Steven slash Mark is passed out in the sand not waking up hello knock 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 anyone home lights on no no one's home what's going on (laughs) and I'm like and now I'm worried I'm like does Mark slash Steven either of them have Conchu's powers if he's in stone, I don't know. Because now we'll I'm like, are out. we? We're gonna have to do the the last three episodes without Conchu. I'm nervous. I don't know. So now, our, and then our last moment of this episode was Haro's kind of like monologue to Conchu. He sees him in the tomb and is like, "Hey, I just want to let you know, like, I'm doing this because like you pushed me to do this, and when I'm I'm gonna do what you never could, and when I'm like." when I'm victorious, like just know it's all because of you. And it's like, Oh, you really grind my gears, my guy. (laughs) Yeah. And this, this monologue really, yeah. Like I said, this whole episode is really what cemented him as like a great villain and more than just like this, like conflicted part. Like he is a villain in this episode. I think it's very clear just the way he's going about things, his mannerisms. And yeah, like, he, he's just such a layered character also. Like, I, I think it makes it a really fun adversary for this Moon Knight character uh, because he hasn't shown any reason to be, like, physically, you know, uh, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, intimidating? You know, like, he can kill people sure. by, like, melting them. But, like, he he's not going to beat you in a fist fight. But at the same time, like, it's the other stuff that makes him so villainous and so smart and one step ahead of the game that I think we really see in this episode. And yeah, that last monologue he has is just like, Oh, such an all timer. It's so good. This whole episode. Oh, so good. Yeah. This whole show. Oh. Yeah. It's a really good one. I will say Dill, out of the three episodes that we've seen so far, I have to say that this was, I think my least favorite 
Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I also think, like, my favorite was still that premiere. I think it was just such an awesome mm-hmm. way to kickstart things. And these next two episodes, I think we're still kind of, like, inching our way to figuring out what exactly the show is going to lead to, which I think is going to make the next three episodes very exciting. But these two almost feel like our kind of build-up um, after that strong premiere and what hopefully is a strong finish. Like, I like how this is, like, kind of putting our characters one step back and our villain one step ahead. Um, yeah. Finally. I think this is going to be a good bridge to the next three episodes which i think are going to be even better um but what about this episode particularly didn't make it a standout for you honestly i i'm feeling conflicted at this point in time because when we when we saw the when we watched the pilot and we talked about Mm -hmm. how exciting it was that like okay we're jumping right in like he is moon knight and like we saw the shot of like him in the suit and everything and you know it it just made it like so exciting Mm -hmm. and like now we've we've gone like two episodes now and it's like every episode, like we've seen him pull out the suit at some point or, you know, a version of the suit, Steven's version of the suit. And I just think that it doesn't like, it's not as rewarding every single time to like see him in the suit. It just, it, it, it makes me think about like, like, like like it's like every episode it's like they're in some sort of crisis and then boom, the suit's summoned. And it's like, it feels a little repetitive that way. Um, I do like how we're not seeing too much of the suit, but at the same time, I do do get how it's, it's purpose and how it's introduced is kind of the same every time. Like, you know, it's, it's in the, in the crunch of danger and then it's like, Oh, summon the suit and he's in the suit and he kicks ass. And then Steven does something funny in the suit and it goes back to moon night and he kicks ass and that's it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and I almost think that Mark Spector is almost like too good. And like, like he's almost like too unbeatable where it's like, it's not always fun to watch him like win all the time. Like, I don't know if I'm being like, where Steven has more adversity to to overcome. And that's what makes him more endearing as a hero. And he's just, I think all all around a nicer guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I think Um, all of like Mark's character flaws right now are very much like under wraps, like everything that's going on uh between him and Layla. I get it. Because mummies and tombs (laughs) and Egypt under wraps. (laughs) But um, I really wasn't trying to make a mummy pun, but thank you, Dale. (laughs) Damn, you caught me. (laughs) <laughs> thought I was going to get that one past you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But it's like everything, all of his like issues like are, are, are very unspoken. Like everything that went on between him and Layla, everything that's like ha- him and Conchu mm-hmm. have been through together. It's like he's very much a person that just keeps putting up wall after wall after wall. And like mm-hmm. maybe these next three episodes, like we'll start breaking them down some more. We'll get yeah. to start, you know, we'll start getting to know him a little bit more. It just like, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was so good was because we got Cap in the suit in like the last episode and it was just so rewarding like so satisfying and it's like we all like knew like that that's how it was gonna go but like to hear him be like to hear that guy say who are you and he goes I'm Captain America and it was just like oh yeah yeah, you are like this is amazing and it's like I don't know it's just this give and take between not always making every show or movie like an off a formal origin story where it's like they're fi- they're figuring out the hero that they are and you know g- delivering us something different yeah so yeah. i don't know it'll be interesting and, and you know we're only halfway through so maybe there will be a great payoff or maybe it will mm-hmm. continue along this line of like not sure yet what you know trying to figure it out as we go but i kind of like that you know i like still being in a little out of the loop um especially with Kanchu yeah. now it's gonna be really interesting to see how they resolve that and and you know just with the other gods because they're you know 
there i'm really excited to see these other avatars hopefully come into play uh because there's still so much show left i still am waiting to see what the overall objective is aside from getting to amit's tomb i assume now it's like rescuing Kanchu, and then like will this dual personality thing ever be resolved because as far as we know this is a mini series not uh like ongoing series so like this is all we're mm-hmm. gonna get of moon knight um hopefully we'll get him in the in the mcu proper but even if we don't because i don't know where he'll exactly fit in like mm. I, I do want this six episodes to really definitively capture the spirit of the character in its fullest so we'll see how it goes yeah yeah and but what i did like about this episode dill was kind of how like um it almost felt a I really liked how Steven and Mark were like finding a groove of working with one another, like yeah, because they both yeah. have their strengths and weaknesses, you know, like Steven can't fight like Mark, but Mark needs Steven for all of the, you know, all the knowledge and all the info and, and all mm-hmm. the, you know, wisdom on Egyptian mythology. So it's like, I, it was, right. it, I almost want to say it felt almost like a little like buddy, buddy copish. Buddy cop. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, you know? I was like, it's a buddy cop, but it's with himself. Like, and I think yeah. that makes it really cool. It makes no, it different yeah, totally. than just like if it was just these two guys. Um, yeah, so I'm very excited. We're at the halfway point. We're going to take a break from Moon Knight next week uh, because next mm. week we have more trivia. That's right. We do it once a month and we're not going to forget mm-hmm. about it this month, even though we're in the midst of a show because we can always talk about two episodes the week after. So next week we will be doing uh, two more rounds of trivia, all rookies. So these guys have not competed in movie trivia um some gals some girls it's gonna be uh some they're both gals and girls are the same thing (laughs) gals and guys that are ready to i didn't even question it i was like yeah (laughs) um but they're excited to compete in trivia um and hopefully get their first win Uh, two of them will be undefeated after their first match and two of them will have something to prove and i'm excited for that Uh, all four worthy competitors i'm excited to see face off against one another you'll have to tune in to see who those competitors are some of them familiar faces some of them maybe familiar names some of them maybe foreign Mm. to you um and uh the week after we'll be covering moon knights episode four and five and then the week after that multiverse of madness is around and and also the moon knight finale but we're gonna give you a multiverse of madness review and then the week after we'll give you the moon knight finale reviews because like dropping the finale the same week as dr strange like why'd they do that i don't know um it's annoying but we're gonna we're gonna do dr strange first because that's gonna be like the thing that you know most people want to talk about right away and the moon knight finale we don't have anything after that so it's like we can save that for the next week and then we'll have trivia after that so like we're we're set for the next few weeks it's gonna be very very exciting um yeah exciting stuff heading into the next month of may which is crazy it's approaching wow. uh, kelsey uh where can they find you uh you can find me on instagram i'm at kelsey a kilpatrick you can follow me on tiktok at cause 13 or you can subscribe to my youtube channel cause productions it's been very much on pause for the moment because like i said i am in the process of moving but look out for so much more stuff to come because i'm moving in with someone that i do a lot of filming with so <laughs> we'll just be filming 24 7 <laughs> no too have, many videos too many videos, videos to, every day i don't know what to do with um and no, you can find me at dylan dylan underscore and as a twitter and or letterbox follow me on letterbox uh dylan right as a 417 at tiktok and don't pick hold on that's not it the dill pickle movie network <laughs> i need to there learn how to say this name uh on youtube if you're listening thank you for listening check us out on youtube and vice versa check us out on podcasts if you're watching um to see our faces and uh keep the subscriptions going keep the likes going the comments going because we want to grow this channel and this podcast as much as we can the podcast keep downloading it send it to your friends tell them to download it it, it just helps at just getting it out there um yeah share it around as much as you want even if you think we're terrible show it show it to people and say haha look let's laugh at how terrible they are or if you think we're great share it around and say 
hey, look how great they are. <laughs> or if you think we're mediocre, just say, hey, I like these people at least, and I want to give them some visibility and share it around that way. Uh, those are your three options. <laughs> those are your um, three so... options for sure. <laughs> and uh... Like, hate, and indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's only three options. So, Either way, um... share it. Either way, share it. I, I expect to see it all over the place. Um, no, but seriously, thank you for watching. And we'll be back next week with some trivia. See you next time.